0: Blaine's voice on the other end of the phone sounded urgent, out of breath. "'Robbie, it's me. Listen, she's dead!' My knees buckled. I had to sit down. "'Dead? Dead?' I spoke the words, but I only heard a pathetic squeak, as though it were someone else's cartoonish babble coming off the TV. Like it was all made up. Blaine caught his breath. "'We got there at ten of eleven, right on time.' The joint was crowded, just like you said. We slipped back to her dressing room. He sparked a cigarette. I knew he needed it. As a matter of fact, I was going to need one myself here pretty quick. Go on already, I said. What happened? Oh, shit, man. We went back there and she... she... He swallowed, then dialed his voice way down. Her throat was cut, Robbie. Damn near took her head off. My stomach tightened into a hard knot. Was I really hearing this? Perching my cell phone between my ear and my shoulder, I grabbed at the fresh pack of cigarettes on the table, made a couple of awkward stabs at opening it, but my trembling hands wouldn't let me tear off the thin cellophane strip. After a few fumbling seconds, I just ripped the damn thing wide open. The little white sticks flew all over the floor. I reached down for one by my shoe, made an attempt at dusting it off, and fired it up. Then I said, Where's my money? It wasn't there. We looked as best we could. What the fuck do you mean by that? Oh, Carlos wanted to leave right away, but I pulled him back. The stuff from her purse was scattered around on the floor, and we didn't see any money. So we split out the back door. We had to get out of there. So you left without the money? Oh, man, we couldn't linger. She was lying there dead. She hadn't been found yet. There was blood all over the fucking place. We damn sure didn't want anybody walking in on us. Who did it, I asked. Was it Victor? Hell, I don't know, man. But they're going to think we did it for sure. I mean, people saw us. The bartender, one of the musicians backstage, they can ID us. A quick shot of nicotine, then. All right, all right, I said. Calm down. Nobody's going to ID you. Just lay low for a day or two till I sort this out. I swiped a finger across the phone, ending the call. A suffocating stillness drew down over my living room, making it hard to catch a full breath. For a second there, it felt as if there were no hands on the clock, like the whole world fell silent flicking all the sound off, waiting for something. Or maybe I just went deaf for a minute. I didn't know. After a short, difficult drag on my cigarette, I walked over to the window. The winter night hung heavy over Key West, with thick clouds promising more unseasonable cold. A hard wind sliced through the coconut palms out in front of my house, twisting their soft fronds into stiff, angry silhouettes. A few blocks distant, the downtown lights of Duval Street barely glowed above tin rooftops. You can bet the night action would tail off once the ambulance and and black-and-whites arrived. They'd cordon off the whole damn street in front of the Havana Club. Then, all you'd have would be a shitload of confused partygoers running for their cars, the deadly calm of a silent cash register in their wake. Nothing like bloody murder to ruin a night's business. A draft slithered through the thin windowpane, calling a damp chill into the room the kind of chill that eats right through you if you're not ready for it. Gnaws at you, hacks away at you, laughs at you, gets right inside your head if you let it. Outsiders are always shocked when these brief little cold snaps sweep down on us, driving the temperature down into the fifties. But those of us who were born and raised here, we get it. And we're ready. I wasn't ready for what happened tonight, though. And Olivia damn sure wasn't ready for it either. I scrolled through my cell phone directory for Elena's number. Crushing out my cigarette. I punched it up, and within moments, she answered. I switched to Spanish. Elena, it's Robbie. Hola, Rob. Get hold of yourself. I mean it. Tengo una mala noticia. A brief pause, giving her a second. Then I said, Olivia's dead. I'd never had to make this kind of call before. I wasn't prepared for the death-like gasp crawling through the phone line. She struggled for words, anything. Instead, I spoke deciding to leave out the details of the butchery of her sister. She was murdered tonight, down at the club. Finally, her strangled words came out. Mur- mur- Robbie, quien, por qué? uh, I wish I knew, baby, but I will find out. That's a solemn promise. And when I do... ¿Dónde está ahora? I said, she's still in the dressing room at the club. Don't you go down there, though. It won't do any good. The place is probably crawling with cops by now. Lab guys, everybody. She spoke through a tear-drenched voice. Was was it Victor? Maybe. I'm going to find out.